And welcome to the 101 Podcast. This is Damon. I am back with your best friend, Becky. Holy shit. Becky, how are you? I'm still alive. <laughs> <laughs> Barely. It's been a it's been a whirlwind. We had a, a bit of a like late spring to midsummer break. Yeah. Um it's been it's been weird. It's been a weird couple months. It has been so weird. It's been like the most chaotic couple months of my life. First first of all, how are you doing with finally not being allowed to make any decisions for your body? Oh, it's great. I love it. It's Men awesome. should make all decisions for women. It's so relaxing for us. It's refreshing to hear you say that. Like I, I, I was worried, you know, when I came over that you'd be like, Oh no, we need to have equal rights and I'm glad that you've adopted the fact that Dan really uh is the one that should be making all of your life decisions. No, I'm a Christian. I see good the men you. as the head of household. Good for you. It's good. <laughs> it's it's really good to to get in that. You know, we have uh it's been challenging mm. as a human being. Um mm. and and I don't want to get into the politics of the whole thing. I'm sure we'll you know dip in and and dabble into that as we go through, but um just the last couple months really seems like the world is fucking on fire. I, I honestly have been doing my best to not even watch the news or read about because it, it's just fucking insane. <clears throat> and like, I joke about my Christianity, mm-hmm. but like, all signs point to the fact that we're in the end times. Oh yeah, but <laughs> the greatest, the greatest part of the whole thing, and I was actually just having this conversation this morning. Um, the greatest part of the whole thing was like. If you go back to um, like biblical times, you know when when the shit was supposedly going down, right? Um, and it was like God sent a, a, a plague of locusts, at, you know, to to remind man that they were sinning and that he was the one true way and whatever. Yeah. And uh, and people people got it, you know, they were like, oh shit, we're fucking up. We better get back on the straight and narrow. Mm-hmm. And and now they're sending. He's he, quote unquote sending literal plagues that is killing people and people are like, fuck you, I ain't wearing a mask and I'm not changing my ways and <laughs> fuck women and all this. is like, I don't think we're getting it. Like, if there is a God, which there's not, but if there is a God, um, we're not getting the message. No, we're just over here doing our own thing. Yeah, yeah. it's like, hey, we got it. We deserve it. We deserve to die. If God has been sending us signs for the last, like, five years that, like, we're fucking idiots. Yeah. And we're all like, Meh. no, we're good. We're smarter than that. Also, fuck black people, gays, women, uh, anybody else that that doesn't look like. A... Listen, anybody who's not white and male, take a back seat. All right, we need to, we need to make sure that you guys aren't aren't thinking you have too many uh, rights in this world. I would I would love it just just for my Schadenfreude. Did I say that word right? Sure. That, um, Schadenfreude. That. <laughs> We all know, like, those of us that know the globe even slightly know that Jesus was not white. <laughs> Fucking coming out with the guns blazing. Well, he's We're going to get the, a letter. He's from, from who? Our one listener. He's from the Middle East. Yeah. He was not a white man. I would love it so much if, like, our earth bodies came to us to heaven. Yeah. If he was also, like, this whole time it was a mistranslation and Jesus was a woman. 
Like, <laughs> I just would love to see the looks on everybody's faces. Oh, don't be ridiculous. <laughs> no woman could have done this. <laughs> she would have got her period in, on day three, and then uh, we'd have a fucking sea monsters or... <laughs> Earth wouldn't have lasted this long. No. But no. listen, hey, Jesus turned water into wine. That's a woman. That's true. That's true. If it was Jesus turn uh, water into cheap whiskey and Paschal right. Ribbon, exactly. then Trump would get elected again. <laughs> God. So okay. anyway, so th- this is not the, not the, uh, the, the biblical or <laughs> political catch-up <laughs> episode. Catch up ex- episode. <laughs> this is basically what did we do on summer vacation? Because now we're, we're in August. <sighs> we're officially in August. Um, and uh, I think it's time be- time to get back to work. I mean, I think we really need to, you know, refocus our energies here. And, yeah. You know. So what do you what have you been doing? Largely just failing at life. Yeah. Yeah. So we sent our kid to boarding school. Yeah. Which is for those of you not in the know. Oh my God, job core. It's not boarding school, but I like to call it that yeah. because it's way easier than explaining. It's a free, federally funded program for low income kids and shithead kids. Yeah. To get into where they can just go live room and board free. And well, are you actually, you're just reading the copy of. of <laughs> it's right from the website. Low income shithead and shithead kid. kids. Yes. It's, it's not the way I would advertise it, but hey, listen. It appealed to me. <laughs> they got my kid. Is your kid a shithead? <laughs> Do they need to learn a skill? Do you just want them out of the house? Send them here. That's exactly what happened. So she's been there for, it's coming up on three months. It might be three months now. I don't know. And. It is so weird because it has simultaneously been the longest three months of our lives in that a lot of shit has happened, Mm -hmm. but it's gone so fast. I feel like we're in the renaissance of our marriage because she's gone. We became empty nesters. We applied, and they said it'll take two to three months for her to get in. Right. Because you got to get all the paperwork in. um, you got to get all these income statements in, and we were outside the pay range because it is definitely like low, low income. But you can get exceptions, like if your kid has a medical issue or if they get free lunch, for some reason, they can get in. So we had to gather all this paperwork. That took like maybe three weeks, and they said, give it another, you know, you should hear back in like two months. Right. A couple of weeks went by, and they, they said, like, you'll hear back in like two months. They'll give you a start date, which is usually about a month out. Right. Two, three weeks later, we get a call, hey, she needs to come next Tuesday. So yeah. we had to go buy her a brand new bed set, like all of this shit to take up. She needed like... Plates and bowls and silverware. Right. So, like, it was just this instant whirlwind of taking her. And then we spent, like, the next month in panic mode because they're very strict there. And if they get certain infractions, she's kicked out. Right. Which means she has to go back to, like, we had to write a letter to the school saying why it was okay for her to drop out of public school to go finish her high school diploma at Job Corps. Right. Because it's better for her. So we had to like build that case with the school psychologist. It was a whole fucking thing. So then we're like, okay, she's she's out of public school. She's so relieved. She's excited to go. Um, she's putting all of her hopes in this fucking basket. Right. But she's an asshole with no impulse control. Yeah. I, I don't I don't like the more I look at kids today, the less impulse control and like I think there's a direct correlation with when you used to be not not only able to but like expected to like backhand your kid mm-hmm. if they like 
talked back or like didn't do something mm. like you just fucking gave them a, a good whack across the face and, yeah. and, and they would keep their face that way because they knew they had fucked up. They're like, you know, a single tear like would a dog roll down that their... won't look at you yeah, after yeah. they've made... yeah, like a single tear would roll down their face, but they knew that they deserved it. Yeah, those were you the know. days. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, that and and and, and impulse controlling the kids. Well, it, yeah. it, 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 it at the very least made them think of you know what was going to happen. Now, now it's like, um, hey, I want you to do, to you know take out the trash, and they're like, fuck you, old man, I'll kill you in your sleep. You're like, apparently that's he might, uh, he literally how might. We live now yeah it's weird i was just talking to dan the other day um about two uh, the comparison between boomers and gen z right that's those are the two youngest and oldest generations sure i don't know if babies right now are a different generation i'm just looping them in with gen z who fucking um but like there's gonna be a whole lot more of them in in, in a few months yeah it's true um gen x like paved the way for like social justice and not taking shit. Right. Millennials, we really took the torch of social justice and kind of fucked it up. But like, now you have boomers that are like running business still somehow. Right, right. And you have Gen Z, which is entering the workforce. Right. And I had two interactions, this is a total tangent, I had two interactions with Gen Zers this week that yeah. made me want to just obliterate the entire generation. Yeah. Because I'm telling Dan like, Gen Z is great. Like they take no shit. They'll fucking cancel someone. Yeah. They will they will ride for you if you're a good person. And right. they will go hard. Like I'm fucking proud of my kids' generation, even mm-hmm. though my kid sucks. So <laughs> she doesn't listen. If you listen to this, Jules, I'm just kidding. You're not a dumb piece of shit who makes shitty decisions. Um <laughs> so two two interactions. Number one, I went through the drive through at Wendy's. Mm-hmm. I had like a free chicken sandwich on my app and yeah. I didn't feel like cooking. So I was like, fuck it. I'll go through the drive through. Right. I put the order in and it didn't give me the option of like pick up or drive through. Right. So I went to the drive through because right. I'm, I've got a fucking disabled foot right now. So I go through the drive through and the kid's like, uh, you'll, you'll have to come inside for that. And like Becky of 10 years ago would have just been like, okay, I'll park and I'll hobble inside. Right. I was like, I fought back. I was like, wait a minute. I'm at the drive-thru, and I know for a fact that you guys have to walk around your counter and go all the way out into the dining area to put it on the rack. Right. For me to park and walk in and get it. Right. You can't just hand it to me through the window, which is closer for you and closer for me. Right. And he was like, well, no, because you ordered it on the app, and it says pick up dine-in. And then I hear like burr, 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 in the background. And he's like, "Oh, you, oh, you could pull around." So like that's example one yeah. of a Gen Z who like they have all the heart but none of the fucking logic. No, he literally couldn't think outside the process of it says dine in, so you must dine in. Right. And then the other interaction that I had that made me want to murder Gen Z this week uh-huh. is we had an uh, intern at work yeah. who had to go over some documents that were controlled documents, and he calls me, and I was like, "Okay, I don't know why this new hire checklist that we use." is a controlled document. Every time I want to improve it, which is every time I hire someone, I now have to go through this whole coordinating position to get it approved by three different departments when it literally has no impact on them. Right. And he just froze and couldn't explain to me, number one, what a controlled document is because my department rarely uses those. Number two, how it impacts the organization. Number three, why the fuck this document is even in there to begin with. Right. Even though there's a full history of that on his end that I couldn't see. And he... he froze. Right. And he couldn't tell me, and he was like, um, 
his whole energy was, uh, well, uh, I'm, I'm doing an exact reenactment of how he spoke to me. He was like, uh, well, um, well, it's, I just, I'm honestly, I'm not sure. I'm an intern. Uh, and then every time I would talk, he would interrupt me. So yeah. I never got to even finish a question. Yeah. And I finally, being a cunt, snapped. Yeah. And this is me snapping. I was like, I'm sorry. I get really frustrated when I'm trying to finish a sentence because I am asking a question and you're not listening to the whole question. Right. And he apologized. But then he kept fucking doing yeah. it. So I finally just sighed and said, you know what? I I'll talk to Blaine, which is the person's boss. I said, I'll talk to Blaine and get it resolved. Yeah. Have a good day. And I ended the call. And it was just that he just couldn't, he couldn't fucking think. Yeah. And not only could he not think, he couldn't pause long enough to think. Yeah, it's, 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 uh, you, you hit the nail on the head in so many ways in both of those, which is number one, we have done so much uh, coddling yes. of, of, children uh that it, it used to be hey you're an idiot mm -hmm. go learn from smarter people than you mm -hmm. and shut up listen yes pay attention take notes right Do, and 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 now it's our kids are so fucking wonderful and they're so precious and so you know every every child is a a brilliant star in the God. galaxy and and they're the the brightest one shot and it's like no they're all fucking morons by the way so were we the yes. difference between us and them is our parents said shut the fuck up and listen to the teachers shut the fuck up and do the work, study, read, right. you know, did you get your fucking report on gray wolves done? You know, like all this shit. Right. And, and we, and we'd have to do that shit. Right. And now it's like, uh, I don't want to do it. And the parents go, well, if my baby doesn't want to do it, then he shouldn't have to do it because he's a brilliant star uh, shining brightest for all to see. And, and the teachers, the teachers are so powerless and the school school boards are so powerless now that they go, well, okay. I mean, if he doesn't want to, if he doesn't want to learn that way, I mean, maybe he can learn a different way. And it was like, you know what you did? You had, you, you went, we're not going to tailor everything to everyone. Uh -huh. We're going to, uh, this is the curriculum. This is what you learn. And the kids who couldn't learn that way, they didn't get a special treatment. They got shipped off to the special ed class mm -hmm. where they learn how to, you know, put round pegs into round holes and they were just like okay i guess you're going to be serving us at chick-fil-a soon um but but we've we've made it so the lowest common denominator runs the the world the whole situation yes yeah. and i i i just i'm sitting there watching this kid these two kids in the course of a couple of days be completely incapable of thinking for themselves yeah and then i work with you know, boomers, not so much at work, but like just anywhere you run into them and they're the ones that'll block the entire fucking aisle at the grocery oh, store. Yeah, 100%. And, and it's not even that they're talking. I literally ran into Walmart to get batteries yesterday for my vibrator and <laughs> for our mics for the show. And I encountered three boomers who were walking in an aisle that was definitely wide enough for two carts. Yeah. And they just took it down the middle and would stop. Yeah. And I was like, you guys say that we're inconsiderate. Yeah. You suck. Yeah, yeah. So I hate, I'm starting to like just hate both generations. Yeah. And it, it's just, I'm just done. So yeah, that was item one was my kid went to boarding school and our lives have never been better. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's awesome. Um, I had, uh, so my, my 
son graduated high school. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, and my daughter got her driver's license. Uh, so mm-hmm. I'm officially like of that ilk where I am, I'm old. Like, yeah. Like everything else leading up to it was like, uh, you know, getting a little older here, whatever. But now if you have a graduate and your youngest is driving, like yeah. legally driving, you're old. Yeah, it's like, you know, I guess you don't think about it because when you look at life stages, we break childhood down into like 15 stages. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, have yeah. newborn, infant, toddler, preschool, like all those stages. Yeah. And then you hit 18 and you're an adult. And then you hit 21 and you can drink. And then you hit 25 and you can you can drive. You can rent a car. Right. And then you, you hit, that's it's, it. Yeah, basically all your five-year anniversaries after that's that. That's it. You get married. That's, right. a li- that's a milestone. And By the way, I hate to tell you because you're younger than me. I hate to tell you. But even that every five-year milestone thing eventually gets to the point where you're like, eh, fucking, I don't care. I don't like, even feel like we give a shit. Like, we forget our anniversary. We forget how long we've been together. Yeah, it's only been 12 love. years. I knew you guys would work it out. <laughs> I knew you guys were, I, were a hey, fabric kind of I love. really love uh, Dave. Something. Don. Yeah. Don. Yeah. Don, yeah. I love Don. Um, but, like, we, <laughs> that's it. That's, like, the last big mm-hmm. stage before, like, Hospital bed well, is empty nester. It's funny. It's funny that you say it because because so Laura and I, uh, we 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 have the same conversation you know that we that we've had for for the last couple years you know and and early on you know we've we've been together for about eight years we've been married for over five years now and uh, the conversation would in- inevitably come up every year. Mm. What do you want for your birthday? <laughs> what do you want for Christmas? You know, these, yeah. these fucking things. And I'm looking around our house, and we literally, like, there's not a day that Amazon does not show up at our house. Uh-huh, so I'm like, so we don't need anything. Like, we don't, yeah. there's nothing, you know, and when we want something, if we really want it, we, we buy just it. go get it. Yeah. So there's nothing like um, that Laura's going to put on her birthday list or her Christmas list that it's like, you know, yeah, that's like meaningful, mind blowing. Right. Yeah, right. So, so I said, why do we keep doing this? Like, why, why, why do we keep purchasing shit that we don't need and making mm. these, you know, ceremonies? And by the way, I'm not saying we shouldn't celebrate. Like, I want to celebrate my wife's birthday. You know, right. she's a, the biggest part of my life. Yeah. You know, after my kids are grown and out of the house and moved on with their own life, it's going to be me and her. Right. You know, so I want to celebrate her, you know, and, and, and be like, this is wonderful and great. But on the flip side, do we need more shit in the fucking house? Right. Like, do we need, you know, it's like we need to fucking get rid of five things for every one thing that comes out of our house to, oh. because it's, it's, it's getting absurd. And and so I just kind of said, hey, let's let's not let's not do this shit. Let's you know, smart. I don't need anything for my birthday. Let's go have an experience. Let's go to dinner. Go to a movie. Right. Go to a show. Right. Yeah. Blow me in the parking lot, and then let's watch you know Jackass Five or whatever you know, oh, like romantic. You know, that's what I mean? nice. Yeah, yeah. Let's get some mozzarella sticks. Mm. You uh, hunker down on the hog, and then we'll. I'll try not to get the mozzarella dipping sauce in your hair. Right, and then it'll be my birthday. <laughs> That's what we could do for your birthday. <laughs> You're generous. I'm gonna I'm gonna put the 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 I'm gonna the, balance the the uh, marinara sauce on the back of her head, and as she when she comes up, I'm gonna just hold my mozzarella stick so that the the sauce comes right to the stick. Oh, and then when she goes back down, that's then, great. Yeah. that's love. 
it's not only love, it's also ingenious. It's maximizing the energy expenditure. That's true. Now, I don't think I could finish an entire mozzarella stick by the time she finished me, but that's a, you know. Nobody can eat a mozzarella stick in four seconds, Damon. It's her fault because she's really good at it. <laughs> what can I say? Well, I've been really yeah. lucky that every girl that's ever pleased me sexually has been really good at it. Really good, yeah. Normally, like if you were, if you were like average or bad, like I could last forever. But it's like they're really good. What am I supposed to do? Like it's a compliment to them. <laughs> Yeah, I believe you. Listen, if I go down on a girl <laughs> and I'm down there for 15 to 30 seconds and she explodes an orgasm, mm. I mean, nobody makes fun of her for premature <laughs> ejaculation, you know? Mm. Yeah, so, true. So it's just I'm really that talented with exactly my... It is exactly a one-for-one one even comparison. 100%. <laughs> Listen, I'm, I'm, I'm a feminist, so I believe in telling women when they... Do a good job, and and like a good improviser, it's show not tell. Right. So I'm going to show your tonsils my my (laughs) My appreciation, my tapioca pudding. Oh, please don't ruin cum for me. I really like it. As you get older, it gets more tapioca. (laughs) Oh oh god! (laughs) It's like is this caviar? It's like no, it's just my semen. I'm trading Dan in for a younger model. Um, wow. so yeah, so, uh, huh. we, we, uh, we did what, uh, I equate to being probably, I have a lot of bad ideas. Mm-hmm. I want to preface this by saying I have a lot of bad ideas Okay. and I think that I can do way more than I actually can do. Like I go, um. oh yeah, that's clear that I could probably, you know, replace the windows in my house myself. <laughs> you know? Uh, so we decided in, in maybe uh, ambitious is the word. No, it's it's just bad ideas. Okay. It's just stupid ideas. <laughs> I, I like way outkick my coverage on my actual skill versus what I want to get done. So uh-huh. we decided that we were going to uh, put in the patio. Yes. Um, and and I was like, oh, look, I watched forty five seconds of a YouTube video. I'm pretty sure I know how to do it. <laughs> um, so you you know you gotta you gotta dig out you know, a hole about seven inches deep. That's a nightmare. That part alone is a nightmare. Yeah. And we have this weird fucking like horror show grass that doesn't, the, the, the roots don't grow down. They grow like into each other. So they like braid into each other. Um, so God. I had to dig and it was like a fucking 20 foot by 12 foot patio. Oh. And I had to dig it out by hand because I'm too stupid to fucking rent a rototiller. Mm. Uh, so, I went through it and literally was digging out like four inch sections at a time the whole way around and, and, and the, the entire thing. So you dig it down like seven inches and then you tamp it all down and you backfill it with gravel. So, so you have drainage and then you have backfill, you, know, you, you backfill that with sand and then you tamp that all down and then you place the pavers mm. and then you tamp them down and then you put the stuff in the, in, and I was like, how hard, like probably a weekend max. It was the fucking worst decision of my life. And then you guys showed up. You and Dan showed up to to help oh. us. And literally, b- before you showed up, because you showed up on on day two of the yes. actually the laying the pavers. So we had spent about eleven or twelve hours the day yes. before. It was you and your brother and my brother. And then Laura came, helped a little bit, and yeah. and did what she could. Yeah, and then yeah. you guys showed up, and like literally, like we had about. I want to say about six feet wide by 12 feet long. Mm. And we needed, you know, 20 feet 
by 12 feet long. Yeah. Um, and you guys showed up and, 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 and helped us bang that out. And um, it was literally like a lifesaver. Like, I don't think you realize, like, I was just going to be like, nah, all we need is 6 by 12. And we can have a <laughs> sandbox over here. I'm fine with that. Like, it's cool. Oh. Everybody wants, loves the beach. So we'll, well just have it's, that. it's insane how much more work it becomes. We came around the corner to your backyard, and all three of you were dripping in sweat. Yeah. And you had the look on your face that I imagine people have when they're walking out of a war. Yeah. Like, like right after killing eight soldiers yeah. that were their age that looked like their siblings. Shell-shocked. Yes. And, you know, what does it all mean? Bright red, exhausted, questioning every decision, and like... Kudos to Dan. I want to say I did, out of the work between the two of us, I did maybe, maybe 5 to 10%. Like, I carried a bunch of shit. You, like, no joke. If you guys hadn't showed up, we, we, wouldn't, have, we, we wouldn't have finished. There's no way, because, like... We and it was it. on a timer because of the equipment that you rented. Right, right. Yeah, so, yeah. Well, because we planned correctly. We go, <laughs> eh, this should take probably... Like, we, we initially... We're going to rent that equipment for one less day because I was like, "Oh, we'll knock that out." Like <laughs> with the machine, it's obviously going to be way easier. Um, uh. Yeah, thank God, thank God, you guys showed up. I, I literally, like <laughs> the next day, like when we got up, you know, th that Sunday morning to to try and knock it out all out, you know, before you guys showed up, um, we literally like looked like we had built the pyramids. Like we yeah, were, you guys looked done exhausted. and you had been going for a few hours by the time we showed up. Too. Oh yeah. 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 That was, that was fucking rough and like rough on you guys, Dan. I mean, he was sore for a few days and yeah. like we all had little cuts on our legs from bumping ourselves with pavers. And yeah. Stuff. But like, yeah, that was, that was crazy. You're insane. Yeah. It makes you really appreciate professionals. Oh yeah. And by professionals, you mean Mexicans <laughs> hey. who could have came, dug that thing out, Fucking, uh, you tamped it all down. Yeah, got all the sand in there. Got the papers down. Done it correctly. Uh, yeah, probably in half an afternoon. I, my neighbors across the street sold their house, and the weekend before it went on the market, they had uh, they had some some work that needed to be done mm. uh, on their house, and so they came they came you know they hired this this crew, and it was all all a bunch of Mexican guys, and. They were getting the house painted, and they were getting some like general, you know, fix it up Shit work. Fixed up, yeah. You know, before before they they put the for sale sign up. These guys, I I literally I sat out on my stoop watching them and was like, I could have watched them all day. It was fucking mm -hmm. amazing. The the I, I could have watched them all day except for they got it done in about fucking half a day. <laughs> they were and like no like cutting in like they're rolling. They got a an, like a twenty foot extension. And they're standing like halfway up a, a ladder and like rolling it on better than I could do if I had like taped everything off and everything. It was oh like God. these guys are fucking amazing. And that's just Shit. how good they are. I I years ago was finishing a basement in, mm. in a house that I that I uh, that I lived in with my ex wife. And so we had done a lot of the pre work, you know, mm -hmm. sort of the framing it out and everything like that. But I was like, I want to hire somebody to do all the drywall because I want that done quick and, you know, yeah, correctly. Um, and these guys came in and, like, in an afternoon, drywalled, seam taped, spat, you know, like the whole fucking Jeez. thing, you know. And it was perfect huh. in, like, an afternoon. I'm like, this would have taken me a month to do. Right. And then I did did it myself in my basement. I My brother helped and 
you know, some people helped me out uh, doing that job in my house that I live in currently. Same job. And it literally, it took us like like a month and a half to do all the same work that they did in an afternoon. It was like fucking insane. It all comes down to like how much do you value your own time because like at the end of the day, if I want to pay, I don't, I don't even know how much it would have cost to put that patio in professionals. I don't know, a couple grand. I have yeah. no idea between the, the staffing and all that. I would rather save a couple grand and be dead physically. That's how we were. And it, it, at the end of the day, five years from now, you got that money still. Yeah, we figured we figured that it, it probably saved us about uh, about half. Mm. So what we spent and and nice. and on materials and, right. and you know renting shit and, and all that kind of stuff, it probably uh, cost us about half of what it would have cost mm. to get done professionally. Right. Um, now the other half of it was it probably took off about fifteen years of my life. So yeah. was saving twenty five hundred dollars worth <laughs> me dying in my late forties? Maybe it's a nice patio. It is a nice patio. <laughs> I'm not. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. We did. We did. <laughs> we did as good a job as people who have no idea what they're doing could do on a patio. Yes. Like, no. It was good. Yeah, yeah. You did more research than you think, but yeah, that was a big accomplishment. Yeah. But yeah. I well. So what uh, what what have you been doing uh, that's been fun? Like what have you been doing now that you're newly free? Uh, I mean, listen, the listeners want to know about your rock collection. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Julie went to Job Corps, and Dan and I just had all this mental space left. Yeah. We were like, huh? I don't dread walking into my house into a battle every night. Yeah. Huh? I don't. Walk home. I, I don't come in the door to twelve dishes from one person mm -hmm. from one single tasty cake spread across twelve dishes. Somehow, yeah. I don't come across flour in the counter because she got the urge to bake and then got bored halfway through. Yeah. Like our lives, our mental space just opened wide the fuck up. Yeah. So we found ourselves bored. So phase one was like, I don't want to go out drinking. Like neither of us are really in the mood to spend $12 for a drink at yeah. a bar yeah. for no buzz and never know what kind of assholes you'll deal with yeah. or whatever. Um, so we were like, let's try bubble tea. <laughs> so we started going to, there's two places. I like that you said that like, like, uh, like how a newlywed would be like, let's try anal. Like <laughs> let's try bubble tea. Oh, let's be naughty. Do you, you want to try bubble tea? Mm. It's like, yeah, you, Four bucks and a fucking uh, yeah. questionable, uh, you know, sanitary <laughs> conditions. Later, you can have a bubble tea pretty much anywhere. Fuck yeah! No, there's two like dedicated bubble tea places in Lancaster, <laughs> and it's so funny because one of them is like Kung Fu Tea. It's like a chain, and they're open to like nine or ten, whatever. Yeah. They're good. Um, they're good. They're a little pricier. And then there's another one called Hippo something or other. Yeah, they're open till midnight. And so it's where all the teenagers hang out. Jesus. And there was a TV playing that's literally, they just put on like an artist on YouTube and let it play. So like one night it was like all Ed Sheeran. One night it was all Taylor Swift. One night it was Bieber. And we're like, oh my God, we're so old. We look around and 
and we're the only ones like playing all the cards. Like they have Uno and Jenga and stuff. Right. We're the only ones uncool enough to do that. Everyone else is just sitting there on their. They're phones. all playing Uno on their phones. Yeah, or they're flirting yeah. and and being sexually attractive to others, which yeah. Dan and I don't remember. Uh, this place <laughs> sounds like because it ha- it contains the two things that I hate most in the world, which are teenagers and bubble tea. You don't like bubble tea? No, I would rather I would rather fucking have my wife snowball me than drink bubble tea. Like bubble tea is fucking. Foul. I'm gonna go on record. We don't do the tea. There's four options. There's smoothies. Yeah. Juice. How do you smoothie a bubble tea? It's they make a smoothie uh-huh. with like ice and whatever flavor you pick, All and right. then they put the bubbles in. Yeah. Out. So it's good. And then there's uh, the juice tea smoothie, and I think the fourth one is milk tea, which is not as like strong as tea. It's amazing. There's like a hundred different flavor combinations and we get them all. We've gotten through like a quarter to a third of the menu. My grandfather point. did not storm the beaches at Da Nang. I don't even know if there are beaches at Da Nang. Sure. So that you could drink the enemies. You know what we what we used to have in America? This is why America's going off the fucking rails. This is why. We you know what we had? We had fucking black coffee. <laughs> No sugar. If you put sugar and cream in your coffee mm-hmm. back in the day, you, you basically, you could be stoned to death. <laughs> Number one. Number two, you know what else we had? We had seltzer water. We didn't have soda. We didn't have any of that bullshit. You know, it was like no son of mine's going to drink a sweetened. If you want fizzy bubbles, you drink seltzer or you drink black coffee and that's it. And, or you drink milk that they delivered to the front, your front porch that sat out in the sun all day and curdled. And you were like, it's fucking, you want bubble tea? Here, half curdled milk instead. And now we're fucking out there. My, my kid comes home with a bag, and I'm talking like a fucking oversized grocery bag full of shit that is in fucking Asian writing or in Spanish writing or in whatever. You have no, there's like a lizard on it. You don't know, it was, it's this lizard semen. It, what, what is, what, am I tasting the lizard? What is, what is this? What the fuck is this? You know what we, what we need? We need, we need one kind of cola, one kind of Sprite, coffee, regular tea. And the regular tea is for women or British people, I guess. And that's it. And that's all we fuck. Those are the four drinks we need. Cola, Sprite, Coffee and fucking tea. That's okay, it. boomer. That's that's all we need. I love my bubble tea. That's all we need. Listen, my grandfather used to roll grenades into fucking uh, internment camps. <laughs> yeah, they would round them up and put them in internment camps, and then they went. We don't have enough room. My grandfather was like, "I'll take care of it," and he fucking roll a grenade in there, blow them up, and then we put more people in the internment uh, camps. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. He didn't. Uh, he had nothing to do with World War II or internment camps at all. Uh, God bless you, Pat Pat. Um, <laughs> and anyway. Listen, it's a freaking blast. And Dan and I. Out. If you, you need that jumbo fucking straw, yeah. what happens when it fires through there and hits you in the back of the throat? Like, uh, you, and you gag a little and your husband gets turned on. And then there's that's foreplay. Oh, Jesus Bubble Christ. Bubble tea foreplay. No, 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 no. They have four different flavors of bubbles. You can also get gel, which is gross. Gel? You, they little, they'll have like brown sugar flavored. It's like gelatin that goes in the bottom. It's like jelly. This sounds fucking that, We awful. don't like that. We don't get that. We get the bubbles. They're like little bup, and they pop in your mouth, and they have flavors inside. No. You can get them without bubbles. No. But my my most surprising two flavors were yeah. avocado, which tasted nothing like avocados. It was just sweet and Gross. green. And Tazo, 
which I had never tried, and I Googled it before I got it because it was purple and I wanted it. And everyone's like, it might taste like nuts. It might taste like almonds. It might taste like peanut butter. It might taste like uh, So far, you've just named nuts. all nuts. I know. I couldn't remember <laughs> what the other things were. It might taste like a walnut. It might it, taste like a chestnut. It might t- taste like a hazelnut. It might taste like, I mean, it could taste like so many different things. A cashew, perhaps. All of which are nuts. No. <laughs> they were like, it might taste like a nut. For some people, for some people, it's sweet. For some people, it tastes like, I don't even remember, some fruit. But for me, it tasted like almonds. And it no. So we drive 35 minutes to Lancaster. We park in a plaza next to the ghettoest Walmart I've ever been to. Like the, all the lights in the parking lot are broken. If you go inside this Walmart, there's a sign about a sex offender whose address, last known address, is that Walmart parking lot who raped someone in that parking lot. Fucking awesome. Not even joking. But then you 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 watch out for the rapist and you walk into Hippo Tea <laughs> and you get your you get your bubble tea. And then after about 15 minutes, you're almost done. You look around. You realize you're easily three decades older than everyone in the room, and you oh, leave. Jesus. It's great. That is what we've been doing. I love – I do – by the way, when I was a teenager, I had to tell my mom where I was going, who I was with, mm-hmm. when I would be back. If I was getting in the car with anybody, I had to call yeah. when I got there, call when I was about to leave, call before I got home. Like – I, my, my, because we didn't have, you know, like spyware and shit like that where you yeah. can tell where you know, people were. By the way, who fucking, like, we, you put that shit on your phone and you're like, oh, whatever, they're in fucking Atlantic City. Uh, <laughs> what, what could a 16 year old be doing gambling? <laughs> the, the casinos work it all out. But we had to go through all the shit. There was a 0% chance that if there was somebody who lived at a Walmart parking lot and was raping people like hotcakes, if that was the case, there's no chance that I would be allowed to go to that bubble tea place in that parking lot ever. I wouldn't be able to go there with my mom. <laughs> we just drive by and be like, "Not today. Nobody's getting raped today. <laughs> it's not happening." So um, yeah, that's clear and special. Come on, it's not like the bubble tea place has a sign up about the fact that there's a rapist in the parking lot. Maybe it, they it's should in the Walmart. You don't even know about it. By until the way, you I would rather get raped in the parking lot than drink bubble tea. <laughs> I would. I, I like. It's not like. <laughs> like if you were like do you want to get raped in the parking lot I'd be like hard no but if they were like okay you either have to choose between drinking bubble tea or getting raped in the parking lot I'd be like fucking lube me up oh, please at least spit on it <laughs> <laughs> it's fun and it's enjoyable and we we get to punch our little card every time we get one so we get a free medium drink for every eight drinks and we've had at least two freeze by now nice and they're like five bucks it's it's cheap and remind me again, what does this have to do with rocks? We didn't get there yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> we started doing bubble tea. And then I don't even know where it came from. For Christmas, Dan and I each got each other gemstones. He got me a beautiful amethyst, and I got him, like, geode bookends. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, I guess, because we had been looking at them. I think we went to a cave last year and kind of were... We both had rock collections as kids because nice. we were really cool yeah. people. Um, him way more enthusiastic than I because yeah. he's super duper, super hard into the autism spectrum and yeah. doesn't know it. Um, but he just started wanting to go to caves. And like you don't realize having a kid, it's just it's not like crazy expensive. It's not like you're buying your kids clothes every six months like you did when they were little and right. they grew. But like if I want to go to a cave and it's 20 bucks for each of us, it's 40 bucks. With her, it's like 60. Right. So, like, 
it's just a little bit cheaper. And so we're doing shit. We went to like a fucking cave and then we went to the gift shop and they had really good prices. Yeah. So then now we've been to three caves and we have two shelves completely full of new gems and minerals yeah. and rocks. I cannot wait. I am so pumped for when you guys um, buy a like a, a, a motor a motor home <laughs> and the back of it is just covered in like caverns that you visited. And you'd be like, oh, that'd be so fun. Yeah. We want to get an RV someday. Yeah. And then you just put it on like, uh, things aren't that bad at Carlsbad Cavern. Oh Cavern. my God. I you would know. love that. And <laughs> <laughs> be like, yeah, I get pretty into spelunking. And you're like, oh, really? You do cave diving? No, but we go to a lot of caves. We go to a lot of public caves that you pay to with a tour guide to yeah, go through. You, it, like, but you don't understand it because you get basically the same experience, but you know, uh, you, but. When you're spelunking on your own, you have to bring your own black light to see the fluorescence. You're like, mm. okay. <laughs> Plus, a lot of those places have pretty good uh, snack shacks there, so we'll get a burger or some <laughs> some fries. And they're yeah, I mean they're frozen patties, but you know, like they season them pretty well. It's pretty good. It's experience. Good. Yeah, we we like we go hiking on the trail, and then we come back uh, when we get a little froth going, and then we go in, and it's 52 degrees year round. That's never, true it is. Yeah, yeah. It is. Yeah. It was fun. Amazing. You guys are my favorite human being. Like, <laughs> I don't think you realize, because every time, so so, a couple years ago, maybe even last year, you were like, look at, like, I'm propagating all these succulents. And uh -huh. you had, like, tables everywhere just with little, like, oh, and this one, look, it started to, to root roots, and 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 this one here and and this one were, were just fronds that I clipped that I'm gonna that I keep spraying down and they're gonna yeah. root whatever and then and now there's not a single fucking succulent well, anywhere. Let me be clear, my office at work has like 25 plants in it. Oh really? It's my jungle. Yeah. But almost all the props, I literally got depressed and just let them all die. <laughs> <laughs> if I feel like this, you're gonna feel like it too. That's right. Uh, let's take a quick break and then I want to get back and see. Not only what uh, what we've been doing for the summer break, but if we have any any upcoming plans Ooh. for the rest, because you know summer's not quite over. I mean, listen, it's August, but it ain't over yet. Next, oh my on the god, it is August. Yeah, next on the one hundred and one. And welcome back to the one hundred and one podcast. We are talking all about what we did on our summer vacation. Yep, Becky, what was your favorite? Summer vacation of all time. Oh my god! As a kid, you mean my my whole life? Just any any time ever. My honeymoon cruise in twenty eighteen. Was that in the summer though? It was August. Okay, that counts. It was that August. Counts. We got married in December and saved up till August. Nice. We went. Where did you go? Yeah, we went to Bermuda and Bahamas. Yeah. And Coco Cay because it was Royal Caribbean. Yeah. And I had a manta ray swim up to me, and we saw a bull shark, and I thought it was going to kill me, but it didn't because it was little. And on our 11-day cruise, we only had sex twice. Nice. <laughs> it was great. That's a great marriage. Yeah. Like, yeah. We're finally alone. I'm too tired to have sex. Yeah, yeah me too. Bye. Yeah, I ate, I ate too much from the buffet. Oh, we ate so, so much. Yeah. The, cruises oh. are the, the greatest slash biggest uh, magnifying glass on uh, um, American just oh, everything. It was it's like everything I ever wanted. Gluttonous. Like, Lazy. I mean... You have to be lazy because there's you can't you're on a fucking yes. ship in the middle of the ocean. Like, what are you gonna do? Right. You, so you, it's like okay, I guess we're just gonna 
eat and then sit, sit around. at the casino and then go to the pool and yeah. then go sit down at a show. And then all that sitting and eating has just made me exhausted. So I'm going to go to bed and let the, the waves of the, of the ocean gently rock me to sleep. It was the best week and a half of my life. Yeah. I, I, it, if you are an adult, and, and listen, the whole thing about cruises is this. So cruises are competing with every other vacation you can take. And there are some some vacations that that get pretty like highfalutin. You know, mm-hmm. They get pretty like they get they get a little little full of themselves, a little mm-hmm. dickheadish because they're like, yeah, we're fucking uh, all inclusive resort in the Bahamas. Like, fucking mm-hmm. take it or leave it. We we don't have to sell ourselves. You, it's literally every drink, every piece of food, all your activities, everything. That's all included. So fucking if you don't like it, find somewhere else to go. Yeah. And cruisers are like, um, hey, please come cruise with us. And you know what we're going to do? We're going to make it jam-packed full of activities and shit to do. And there's a scavenger hunt. And there's a fucking, uh, there's a shop that's like all duty-free. So once we get seven miles out to the ocean, you can fucking buy free booze and or, or your tax-free booze and cigarettes. And uh, please, please, please. And we're going to stop. Well, no, we, we'll stop at the islands. Oh, are you going to stop there for, uh, for a couple of days? No, you're going to get like six hours, but but the rest of the time, it'll be cool. And, and there's a walking deck. Did we tell you about the walking deck? You can go up and you can see the entire ocean. Oh, but can you see like land? No, no, we're pretty far out, out of sea. So basically, you just see uh, nothing but the vastness of of, of the ocean and, and craziness. Um, uh, okay. Why, why should I come with you again? Because like, you can eat so much. Yeah. So we're going to fucking feed you. And by the way, do you want extra escargot? Go for it. Yeah. Hey, do you want two steaks? Have at it. It's all up to you, big boy. It's all up to you. Listen, I had a blast. There's nothing I I love more than being trapped in a place with strangers and being forced to either interact or awkwardly avoid everyone. It was great. Uh, We we were, so we went went on a cruise for our honeymoon as well. And uh, they did like uh, a game show. um, (laughs) And it was for, you know, Either new couples, honeymooners, or you know, recently married, right? Um, whatever. And we got called up uh, on stage, or I volunteered to go up on stage. Uh, and it was like, try to convince us why you should be in the show. Um, and I had been, you know, we got the drink package, so I figured it out that if you get the drink package, mm-hmm. you have to drink like 11 drinks per day, both of you, every day <laughs> of the entire time to make it worth. Oh my god! The, 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 the cost of the, the drink package. I would so, black out by so, like noon. Well, we didn't even know, but like under the drink package, you like you get could get Coffee like a and bottle. Shit. Of, no, no, no. This oh. was just this was just alcoholic drinks. The, oh. the, we we also got the soda and everything like that. But um, the uh, this was you had to have eleven alcoholic drinks every day, but you could get like a bottle of champagne with dinner, and that counted. You could get like you know bottles of wine, and that counted. So like. We were, like, trying to figure out, like, because you don't realize, like, 11 drinks a day doesn't sound like a lot, but it's a fucking it lot. It does to me. Yeah. I get drunk at two yinglings. Yeah. Well, this was, like, um, literally, like, I never didn't have, like, some kind of frozen concoction with a, like, rum floater on it at any point in the day. And by the third or fourth day, I'm like, I could never be an alcoholic. Like, I don't think, I, <laughs> I'm, I'm barely living through I'm this. physically tired. Like, how could, how could you... <laughs> How do you have the endurance to push through that and keep and keep going? Uh, um, but yeah, the, the the entire 
selling point of the cruises is literally just customer service and like we are going to fill you full of everything that yes. you can possibly eat and there is not going to be a moment in the day weren't there where there aren't two dozen things that you got like you could be doing this 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 and this there's these shows there's these yeah. clubs there's these you know uh, yeah. these these adults only these you know uh, so acti- much fun. I mean especially for for the kids too like we didn't we were st- uh, too stupid to take an adults only cruise so for your honeymoon you brought your kids no 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 Uh-oh. we didn't bring our kids but other people did oh they're I know. somehow worse than yeah. than our kids. Yeah. Um everybody others everybody else's kids are the worst. Yeah. 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 But they like packed so much shit into the whole thing. And it, like the entire experience was like, okay, this is kind of cool. Um so I would like definitely do a cruise again, mm-hmm. but I would want to do like one of those ones that have like the big open back where they have like the huge arena shows. Um, oh yeah. Like Hell the Royal yeah. Caribbeans, but like the, the deluxe ones. Not the ones listen, we we sailed out of Jacksonville, Florida. Mm. So that's that's exactly the kind of white trash we are. We're like, uh, we could sh- <laughs> sail out of Miami. Fuck that. Jacksonville. Jacksonville's <laughs> we, our we kind of We sailed out of Baltimore on an old people ship. There were yeah. like eight kids on the entire boat and like one activity at most at it's any beautiful. given time. I was so bored. I wanted to organize an improv class to teach people improv. <laughs> but Dan talked me out of it. Because he said nobody would come, and he was right. That's a that's a good call. <laughs> um, I think I think my favorite. So when I when I was growing up, we we did like the Jersey Shore. Yeah, like that was our big our big vacation um, every summer. You know, that's fun. Um, yeah, it was it was cool, and and it and it's funny because like now, like I look back on that that time much more romantically than I mm. than I you know did in the moment. Like there were times because. Like we go down, and you don't until you have children. Anybody out there who doesn't have children, you are the smartest slash luckiest slash smartest again people yeah. that have ever walked the earth. Because you went, yeah. Um, I could either having a cold, having a kid is basically having a black hole that you just throw time, energy, and money down. Yes. On a consistent, constant basis. Yes. You throw like. You throw away so much of your soul and money and time yes. into this, un, like, uh, like just not even ever happy, like sullen, mm-hmm. angry, angsty, fucking black hole mm-hmm. that provides no joy in the hope that once they hit their, like, 20s and 30s, they become actual, like, normal human beings. and That you actually it. like being around. Right, right. Yeah. It's literally, it's just shoveling a bunch of money, time, and effort into a black hole that will never say thank you. Never mm. uh, clean a dish that they use. By the way, I've gotten into fights with my kids. I said, uh, hey, listen, you can cook whatever you want. You can you do whatever you want. Afterwards, just do me a favor. Uh, clean, the, clean the pots and pans that you use. I've had that fight every day for the last nine years. Yeah. I go, look, you can make, you don't have to buy the food. Right. You don't have to fucking do anything with it. All you have to do is make whatever you want, mm-hmm. and then just the pot. Only the stuff that you used. Right. If you could just clean that up, so that I don't have to come and chip like burnt on cheese or fucking yeah. um, the the bacon that you decided to cook well done, and now it's made the bottom of the, the pot all black. Mm-hmm. 
if you could just do the just clean up the mess you made and like fuck you old man and I'm like <laughs> really yeah really yeah it's insane why do we do it why do we have children uh mine was an accident I don't know about you you got two in there no no You're I both I, idiots I uh I mean my son I believe was planned and my daughter was definitely planned wow. it was it was like planning like your own suicide <laughs> like <laughs> but just you know but planning gonna... to fail so you survive it. Right, right. <laughs> With less brain capacity. Right. And you're like, oh, I'm yeah. just going to be a fucking vegetable for the next 18 years. Uh. Fucking <laughs> never <laughs> get thanked or like, it's it, being, a, <laughs> being a father, being a parent is like marrying a woman in that you'll never be right again. <laughs> You'll never hear thank you or I was wrong or I'm sorry again. <laughs> God, every time you talk, I realize my marriage dynamic is so 1950s. <laughs> um, but yeah, so so my my summer vacations were always uh, down the shore, you know. Uh-huh. Uh, and it wasn't until I and, and and by the way, I continued that after I became an adult, like mm-hmm. in, you know, in my early 20s. Yeah, I would go to the same house. My grandmother had a house down on the shore. That's a sweet deal. And I would go down to the same house uh, and do a lot of the same shit that I did when I was a kid because I didn't know it, you know. Right. Like, and it wasn't until like my like mid to late 20s that I was like, oh, I don't, I can do whatever the fuck I want. Like, <laughs> I can go to a different beach or I can go to the mountains instead mm-hmm. or I can, you know, I can, Go to New Orleans if I want to. Yeah. By the way, do not go to New Orleans in the summer. Do not like unless you hot as balls. You, unless you just want to die. It, yeah, no thanks. It's humid. Is is anywhere like on that Gulf Coast? If you go there like after like April first or before November first, it's it's a death wish. No it's, thanks. It's it stinks. It's like I, I love New Orleans. I love Louisiana, yeah. and my wife and I have talked about moving there, like retiring there. Yeah. And the one thing is like, yeah, I don't know, like that pungent smell of sort of frat boy piss mixed with <laughs> like that deep seated southern like racist sweat. You know, <laughs> like like there's a very thin line because because. New Orleans is New Orleans. Every every human being on earth should go to. You should go there once and check it out. It is fucking incredible. It is like no other city. The food is amazing. The Hmm. the sort of the 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 history slash uh, you know vibe. I mean, like I'm not big on you know like a lot of people. Oh, it's got a vibe. It's got and I'm like fuck you. I hate you. But mm-hmm. but New Orleans is one place that definitely has like because it's like has its own feel. It's like voodoo-y slash like deep southern rednecky racism slash <laughs> like you're really selling it, bro. Slash like like really cool black folk. Okay. Slash uh, like there are, like you can just go to plantations. Fucking plantations. Huh. And you don't even think of it. You're like, oh, yeah, it's cool. Let's go see the plantation or whatever. And it's like, oh, yeah, that's right. The entire thing sent around, around um, this is how <laughs> slaves lived. And they, ha- they have, like, slave quarters uh-huh. that you can, like, go into and be like, oh, how quaint. And, like, people are taking pictures. I'm like, 
no one should have, you know what you should do? You should come in here mm -hmm. and weep openly right. at humanity and the, the lack of, uh, you know, human right. rights that we had at one time. It's like t taking a selfie at Auschwitz. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag, shit. hashtag Auschwitz, hashtag ovens, hashtag blessed. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? But yeah, you go, so you roll in there and then it's like, you go through that whole thing, you're like, oh man, this really sucks. And then mm -hmm. you leave and there's like a restaurant, it's like hush puppies and crawdads. And you're like, what? Where what? am I? Oh, look, I can buy a mammy doll on my way out. Like this is... It sounds like a fever dream. This is like 2020. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, there's like, you know, the, the like overly black faced doll oh with the big red lips. God. I'm like... It's like a caricature. And there's so... It's like, oh yeah, this is where Br'er Rabbit... And the Tar Baby was oh, written. Shit. And I'm like, and by the way, they don't go, yeah. Like, if you go on Disney Plus right now, right? Mm -hmm. And you start watching some of the old, like, the old Disney stuff. Oh, yeah. And it's like. The stuff that hurts to watch. They come up, they, they now put like a disclaimer at the beginning and go, you know, hey, we've decided to show this film in its entirety. However, we do realize that there is some racially insensitive, uh, you know, things, but. We decided to keep it in just so you're aware, you know, so that when your uh, children see, like, the black crows that are speaking, like, yes, I'm massa, you know what I mean? Like, real, like, oh. leaning into the, the stereotypical, you know, voices, yeah. you can go, okay, this is how it was back then. Right. You can have this conversation, which nobody is. Nobody is. Nobody fucking is. There's no, actually, most white parents are like, what the fuck? They got to put that thing in the beginning of it, and we can't just watch them. Listen. Look, hey, listen. How this do you is Americana. know? How do you know black birds don't talk like that? I was like, all right, okay, all right. But uh, <laughs> Disney now puts that disclaimer at the front. Yet, if you go to the fucking the plantations in the deep south and go in there, they don't. And and, and they go, yeah, this is where uh, you know Brer Rabbit was written. And then you go into the 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 fucking shop there, and it's like frame pictures of the thing and you could buy the book and everybody's buying like little tar baby doll and it's like oh my God. this is unbelievable and there's no there's where's just the like, disclaimer where's the sign that right, this is bad right like hey this was <gasps> from a different time we feel like teaching you and giving you the option to know about this history um <sighs> is you know should be out there but you know we also don't want to take away from it I'm like okay but at least you gave us the the heads up and it's like you just walk in and you're like, I don't, I feel like I shouldn't be in here. Like, yeah. I feel like maybe this isn't the, so we bought them. Oh. <laughs> you're really selling me on New Orleans. <laughs> New Orleans is fucking great. <laughs> I, I like anywhere that you can go to where you can see like different, and I'm not talking about like you go to a resort, you stay in the resort the whole time and like all mm -hmm. you meet are like the maids and the bartenders and right. the, you know, the concierge and everything. Like, I'm talking like. Where you can actually interact, like we went, we went to the Bahamas, and we were on, on Paradise Island, um, and we went over into Nassau, and we actually like went into Nassau a little bit and kind of met, you know, you kind of see some of the people. I you, you know, hate Nassau. Yeah, I, I don't. I you don't. like that? You liked being on a beautiful vacation that you spent thousands of dollars on, yeah. and stepping off your boat and seeing like poverty and children sitting on their porches. We went. I went to the Dominican Republic. For food. I went to the Dominican Republic so like, like 20 years ago, like 18 years ago or something like that. And um, we got off the plane, and and it's it's this it's this huge between the airport 
and the hotel, that was one portion. And when you land in the Dominican, the Dominican Republic, I don't remember what, what airport it was in, but we landed and we got off the plane on the tarmac and like walked across the tarmac and the airport was like thatch roof. Like there were birds flying through it and it was what? like, and you, and you're like, Holy That's shit, like cool, where this is awesome. Uh, yeah. This is fucking cool. Huh. And then we got on like the because we had like the chartered uh van from the airport to our hotel and it was like a 30 minute ride. Uh-huh. Um and then we drove through. I mean I was like, well, surely no human beings. Like, oh yeah, they they do live here. Oh my god. Like, <gasps> how does anybody live in that house that is basically held together with like twine? I don't I don't understand. And then we got got away from that and got over to the resort section and we're like, okay, now we're now I feel less guilty for right. being here. Right. And that's that's how Americans travel. Like, they don't go and, like, learn about the culture. They're like, get me from the airport to my resort, and then from the resort back to the airport, and that's all I want to see. Yeah, we didn't leave the tourist traps on the islands. Yeah. The one time we did was Nassau. But that's what I like doing. I, uh. like, I like going through and seeing, like, you know, the people and, you know. I feel like it'd be one thing if it was, like, you're doing the south of France or... Like, I had a coworker that just did a, a bike boat tour through Croatia. You get on, like, a big-ass boat. I don't know if it's a cruise ship or a riverboat. Yeah. You bring your bicycle. Probably, like, they... a rowboat. And some <laughs> old fisherman is like, yes, when the when the catch is done for the day, I take you back to land. That's a solid Croatian, I think. I've been, I've been um, working on it. My wife uh, thought she was Italian, and then she did 23andMe and found out that she was Croatian. So now, no way. Yeah, I'm working on my... Is I, she at all Italian? No. I mean... You know, it's weird because, like, Italian, like, the Roman Empire was basically everywhere. Yeah. So, like, you know, you can kind of call all of that Italy. Uh, but now it's, it's like, of Croatian descent. Yeah. Oh, she must yeah. be pissed because that's a big part of her identity. Yeah, and I was hoping that she's it would like mean... She's, like, Italian first, Catholic second, woman third, Damon's wife 30th. She's, like, Catholic way down the list now. <laughs> Ever, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's her Catholicism has taken a taken a big tumble down the down the ranks, um, but yeah, Italian. Like she she routinely would wear a shirt that said like just to, because I don't know if you know this, but like the Irish and the Italians like they kind of they butt heads a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So my my wife, the shit starter, would wear like on St. Patty's they would would wear a shirt like a green shirt that said St. Patrick was was Italian. <laughs> she is a shit starter. Yeah. I love her so much. Yeah. So he did like a riverboat cruise through Croatia where you get off at the dock, like at a port, you take your bike out for 20 miles and then they pick you up down river or whatever. But you're seeing it's not all like poverty stricken. I don't know why every fucking island we visited on our cruise, yeah. like you get off the boat and it's like beautiful touristy and outrageously overpriced bullshit made, yeah. made in China. And sold yeah. as a local thing until yeah. you flip it over and see the sticker. Yeah. And then you go like 10 feet outside of that. And yeah. it's like houses collapsing and people being like money for, for the poor, like literally beggars. Yeah. And I, I, we just learned to just stay close to the boat because I don't want to be reminded no, of bad things be, when I'm on my honeymoon. I want to be in the stank. I want to be in like, oh. the, I want to feel the grin. I, the first time I ever went to the Bahamas, I've been to the Bahamas three times, twice staying in the Bahamas. And once on a cruise that had a stay, you know, like a, right. a docking in the in the uh, in the Bahamas for a day, and I liked sort of seeing like I wanted to get 
to you know those those areas where it was a few blocks away from from everything and because you still had like some shops and some shit like that but you had like more of the local and it was like there's like a little building that had like mm. a screen door on it that was like the Bahamian fish market and you know stuff like mm. that like I wanted to go to those those places like that that that, that kind of stuff um, because a couple things one I'm not I'm not in any danger. Like I'm, I'm not. I, you know, I wouldn't really want my wife going out alone there. Yeah. But she would probably be fine. I'm in no danger. I'm a big, you know, thick white dude. I think it like, was the danger factor for me. It was just like the, my anxiety doesn't like being. I don't even like going into Walmart now because there's like, a, a Comcast guy approaching you and a window guy and a yeah. bathtub refitter guy. I don't go to malls. And that's all those islands were to me. Yeah. I couldn't get through the touristy area to get to the real island because there were some like historic points that we wanted to go yeah. to. We never made it that far. My oh, anxiety should've. kicked into 100, and I was like, Dan, I need to get back on that boat. I'm going to go comfort eat some Indian food at the buffet. You should You should have gone. First of all, you should have gotten off and found the, the – my, my estimation is this. Always take the first cab you find. Really? Sure, because you're going to get ripped off anyway. <laughs> they see you and they're like, eh, you know, whatever. So just take it, get it over with, like rip the Band-Aid off. Um, we we got in a cab in the Bahamas and we were taking it from Nassau back over to Paradise Island. It was a total of a 10-minute trip. Now, the trip from our hotel where, you know, they have a little more regulations, whatever, our trip over from the hotel mm-hmm. over to Nassau, the straw market, um, well, it cost us, I don't know, nine bucks total. Mm-hmm. And the trip back cost us 12 bucks each. And I was like, Jeez. well, you're going over. The, what does it matter? One or two people. We're going to the same place. Right. So one of us, you would have only charged 12 bucks. But two, you charge $24 because there's there's two people. I don't understand. Like, it, it it's just made up. There's no regulation. It's, all, it's a lawless wow. So just fucking pay whatever it is and, and go. But like... uh mm. We, you know, we went over and kind of walked around like the not so pretty part, you know, mm-hmm. and, and kind of did that. But you should go and like see anytime you go somewhere, like go see the historical part. That's what I wanted to do. Like go, I mean, there, you know, we we missed out on like uh, the rum distillery. Mm-hmm. That that's like, and by the way, we we bought some some rum on our way back, you know, uh, of uh, Bahamian rum. And it was the best. Like, I would just sit and sip it, like, no mixer, just over mm-hmm. ice. Delicious. We missed out on that tour because we were too busy doing other... We were fucking sitting around the pool. Um, <laughs> but um, anytime I go to a place, I'm like, I want to go see, like, the historical bar. Laura and I, when we went to New Orleans, we did, did the hop-on, hop-off bus tour. And That's fun. Literally, like, it, it took you through the Garden District. It took you up to Louis Armstrong Park. took you past mm-hmm. all the cemeteries we did a cemetery tour like we did all this stuff because i wanted to get the whole vibe you right know? of course we went to the plantations because you know lars racist um sure you know but you know we did all the stuff <laughs> that we wanted to we wanted to do and see mm-hmm. because you know that that was like if you just go and just eat, sit at the buffet and then go to the pool and then mm-hmm. go to the club and then go to bed and then go Repeat. to the buffet yeah, yeah. it's like then why even go? Right. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I mean, we 
we did our best. I just couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't deal with the approaching and the people tying things on my wrist and demanding money. And it was really fucking What if stressful. they were trying to make you their queen? Then they're stupid. Yeah. They should have better taste. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like I said, like, uh, it, it, it's funny how your your brain doesn't really kick in. Uh, and, and at a certain point, it does. Like, at mm. a certain point, you go, oh, oh, I'm an adult, and I can do whatever <laughs> I want. Like, I don't have to go to the same beach that I've been going to and eat the same pizza that I've been eating and, right. and doing, like, the same shit time over time. And then you can kind of expand out from there, um, you know. But so many people still do. It's like, no, when we were kids, we went to Wildwood and... You know, then, uh, you know, now that I'm a grown-up, we take our kids to Wildwood, and it's like, why don't you just take them somewhere else? Why don't you create your own tradition? Why don't you create your own thing? Like, we get so tied up into doing the same bullshit. Same stuff, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, and that's the thing for us is that, like, we put way too much credence in my daughter's opinion. Yeah. And now that she's not in the house, yeah, we're like, what do we want to do? Because, you know... Every every parent of a teenager knows that you could spend little money or a ton of money, mm-hmm. and your kids are going to fucking complain. Miserable, no matter what. And and they, they could be the best kids in the world. Your daughter is one of the best kids mm-hmm. I've ever met in my life. She's a good kid. She is, but yet they just don't have the same type of patience and the same level of engagement. It's a generational divide. Right. There's just always different things that you find enjoyable that your kids don't. Like, right. Dan and I went to a cave maybe two weeks after we ditched Julie to the government. Yeah. And we we went there. We walked around the gift shop. We chose like a later tour so we could like get a feel for the place. Right, right. We went on, we went on our tour. Then we sat around for a while. Then we panned for gems with the bag <laughs> you buy. And then we just kind of walked around. And there was nothing. It was a parking lot. Yeah. But we just, we did it. Your timeline is so different without your kids yeah. there. All I want to do is all the shit that we did with the kids, again, without the kids. So, like, I want to yes. go to Disney without the kids. <laughs> like, I'm like, you know what? Every time that I've been to Disney, so when I, the first time I went to Disney, I, I was a kid. I was with my parents. Mm-hmm. Every time after that, I was with my kids. Ugh. I've not. You've never had an adult Disney? No. I want to do that. I want to do shit where it's, like, just. Uh, Last weekend, or last last week, uh, on on Mondays, Laura, I I had uh, paid time off from my from my work, and uh, my my wife doesn't work on Mondays, mm-hmm. and so Sunday afternoon, I was like, hey, let's just get up early in the morning tomorrow, let's go down the shore, let's just spend the day on the beach. We went down and literally sat on the beach, went in the water twice, like the water, the waves were really you know aggressive. Um, hung out, and mm. then at a certain point, we were just like, mm. do you want to leave? And she was like, sure, let's get something to eat on the way home. And I was like, cool. Yeah. And it was the most agreeable, like, <laughs> it was one day at the beach, know. and I was like, we don't have to fight with anybody, we don't have to argue, we don't have to listen to this one, bitching about they're hungry, but they don't want to eat what we're going to all eat, right. and this one, you know, uh, wants to, you know, do this, and they don't want to go in the water, but no one will go in the water with them, and this, it was like... All we have to do is fucking just, if we just want to fall asleep on the beach for four hours. Yes. Cool. Yes. That's 
that's the fucking goal. And that's where Dan and I are at this point. Like we we'd go to the beach with Jules and she's in the ocean all day. And I am, despite the fact that I have made it very clear on this podcast that I've wanted to murder my child a thousand times in the last Mm -hmm. five years, I'm a psychotic mother at the beach because I've been pulled under by waves. I've seen other kids. I've seen grown adults that can swim get pulled under. Sure. The beach can be fucking scary. Not to mention, you add the Jersey factor, and you know someone's getting stung by a needle. Mm -hmm. So, (laughs) like, I I just like to keep an eye on her. I don't trust that all the other adults are watching her. They shouldn't. Mm -hmm. I don't trust that the lifeguards are watching her. So I cannot relax at the beach. Yeah. With her there. Um so we go to the beach and I just spend the whole day just on alert. Yeah. Stressed out. And neither Dan nor I will go in up to our knees. I mean, I'll go I'll like I'll go in. I'll I'll swim in the ocean or whatever. But it's a whole different experience when there's no I, kid. Yeah, I, I I and listen, I love my daughter. Like I I adore her. You know, Joey was never like one to really go into the water. Like he was mm-hmm. kind of going up to his knees, didn't want to go in the, in the ocean. My daughter is in the water, but you're still having to watch out for her, having to mm-hmm. make sure she's okay. She doesn't get knocked over, whatever. She's hanging on to you when you get a little too deep. And by the way, wouldn't trade any of those things for anything in the sure. world. But being able to go under my own rules, regulations, I'm responsible for just mm-hmm. myself. Like, whatever. Yep. And there, there was a full on, like, we set up our little, you know, bivouac, you know, on the on the beachhead. And then, like, Laura fell asleep, you know. Mm-hmm. And then I leaned my head back. And the next thing you know, I'm like, I'm in a chair, but I'm, like, dozing off myself. And I'm like, by the way, greatest fucking trip to the beach ever. Yeah. Greatest trip to the beach ever because I didn't have to pay attention to anybody. I didn't have yes. to care about anybody else. You know, it was, it, it was delightful. And that's where we're trying to do. Like, we're trying to spend the rest of the summer just doing stuff. And we've always said we don't like the beach, but as we talk about it, we realize we don't like the beach with kids. Yeah. Kid. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, because you know what? If you decide, I don't feel like being at the beach anymore, you know what you can do? Get up and go walk around the shops or go yeah. get a slice of pizza. Or... And you can walk around a shop without someone begging you to buy 50 things. Right. You can just go we in and look at shit. We know our budget. And that we... you're not going to buy. Right. That's the thing is, like, there's always... You know, Dan and I can grab food. We can go to fucking Sheets and get two dollars worth of hot dogs and right. consider it dinner and be fine with it. Right. Because we're not out for dinner tonight. Right. But you can't fucking do that with a kid. And it's not like we say yes every time. It's just that disappointment of saying no to this and no to that. It is like a whole different lifestyle being empty nesters. And don't get me wrong, it is completely undertoned with a feeling of dread. Yeah. Because I know she's going to get kicked out of job court. Yeah. I know somehow she's not going to get her diploma, and I know that she's going to have to get re-enrolled in high school, and our lives are going to go back to hell for a year and a half. Yep. But until then, we're living with Good. this, like, yeah, we're trying to enjoy. And that's kind of why the podcast died off, to be honest, is that, like, for the first time in my life, I live with just a partner. Right. I've never, I've lived, I went from my parents to living with my sister, to living with college roommates, to living with my sister and my boyfriend. At this point, I had a kid. I've never not had a dependent right. in any way. So we've been sleeping in on weekends. Yeah. Nobody's like, hey, what are we doing today? Nobody's like, oh, I can't find anything to eat, despite the fact that you guys just went grocery shopping. I just don't feel like cooking. Cook right. for me. Oh, it has been so freeing. Yeah. We find ourselves working 
And admittedly, I, I've been working less too because I was dreading coming home. Yeah. So I'll work. When she was here, I'd work till seven, eight, nine yeah. at night just because it gives me accomplishment because when I come home, she just sucks the life out of me. Yeah. So then on weekends, Friday nights, we'll stay up till like three, four in yeah. the morning. And then Saturdays, we'll sleep till like 11. Yeah. Or we'll play video games all night. That's our other thing that we've been doing. <laughs> It's, and I'm, so you guys basically went from parents to nerds. We went from parents to teenage losers. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. We basically nice. went went downhill in terms of coolness. We fucking regressed. Oh, my God. Scale significantly. But it's great. Yeah. And I love it. And yeah. he's actually waiting for us to get done now so that we can go up to another cave because they had the best prices because we've been to four <laughs> caves this summer. And he wants to go to the one that has the best gemstone prices in bulk. Yeah. And hope that he can get more of something. I don't remember what. I don't listen when he talks. No. So he's anxiously waiting for us to finish. It's amazing. Because they're only open till seven. It's like an hour away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's funny because you you, you do. You, you, your entire life revolves around, like, taking care of another human being yeah. that you're, like, legally financially emotionally responsible for mm -hmm. and then as soon as you get to the point where you don't have to do that anymore it's it's that same kind of feeling of oh wait i don't have to go to the jersey i can go anywhere i want yes. like y you sort of get into that mindset like like you know laura and i've been talking about you know oh, what are we going to do you know when the kids whatever, whatever and i'm like you know what we can do everything whatever the fuck we want everything. like literally we can go i, I said you know what would be cool I said, uh, you know, because, you know, Katie still has, you know, two years of school left. Right. So we still have to be around, and I still want to be around. Like, I, you know, yes. I love my kids. You know, yeah. I, I, I do. Um, but they're exhausting. Um, but I was like, you know, on the weekend that, that we don't have, uh, you know, we don't have Katie or, you know, don't have anything to do, let's just drive up to Canada. Let's just go hmm. to go to Canada. We have we have our passports. We can go right over. Sure. We'll go to Niagara Falls. Like, it's just, you know, eight-hour drive. That's a great idea. Leave, you know, after work on a, on a Friday or take a half day on a, on a Friday. Yeah. Get up there in your late evening, get a late dinner, spend Saturday, Sunday there, and drive back Monday, you know, yeah. and just take a four-day weekend mm -hmm. or, you know, a half day on Friday and then Monday off and just go to Canada. Let's fucking yeah. see Canada. What the That's fuck? fun. It's, it'll cost us uh, 500 bucks for the weekend uh, <laughs> plus whatever we spend in, in dinner and, and, right. and shopping and all that shit. But... We'll get a hotel room for two hundred fifty bucks a night, and if that right, and just go see Niagara Falls. Go yeah. like, whatever. We can do that. And she's like, "Oh yeah, but what are we gonna do? What what about what about Joey?" I'm like, "Joey's eighteen. He fucking he can do whatever he, he has he a can key. Go to, he can go to Canada if he wants to. <laughs> let, right. let him go to Canada. Not where we're going. We're not going. Not with us. Not with us. Uh, but but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. You you don't realize when you're all, when you're growing up through life that. All the stuff that you're doing, it kind of sets your your mind for like, okay, this is how life is going to be. Yes. And then you get to that age, and it's weird because you've sort of been brainwashed into thinking like this is how life is, and then yeah. you go, oh, you know what? It doesn't have like I can do whatever the fuck I want. Right. That's that's the part that I'm at right now. Like we want to start doing the shit we want. Like what you're doing yes. with your spelunking and your uh, weird. Mining for, we're gonna go to Connecticut stones. for a weekend to try to find geodes. Oh boy! 
it's. I don't have a pussy, but if I did, it would be dry <laughs> as the Sahara Desert right now. <laughs> it's like it's Dan and I are in. It's it's just so weird. You put so much energy into your kids, and you think about it like your daughter. Our daughters are sixteen, almost almost the exact same age, mm-hmm. and Joey's eighteen, mm-hmm. and so you and I have both been parents for 16 years mm-hmm. and you have weekends without her. I have weekends where I've sent Julie away and you know, you get in this, every fucking thing is about your kids, even when yeah. they're not around. Cause it's, you, you, Oh, I'm kidding. This week, we're going to next weekend. Like yeah. just all of that shit. You've got to like plan around it. Yeah. And now that we're in that stage, I didn't realize how much of my energy was coming away yeah. from my marriage. Mm-hmm. So Dan and I are spending all this time, it's like we just met. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm not saying it's sexy. In fact, it's not. Like, we're probably having sex twice a month right now. Nice. Because we're doing so much other stuff that's yeah. way more fun than sex. Yeah. Um, like getting geodes from a gift yeah. shop. Man, um, I think you guys are doing it wrong or something because fucking sex is awesome. It is great, but like 10 minutes followed by like showers, it's just not worth it. If it's shower. <laughs> Listen. Get a get a towel and just Mop up and listen. You're not the one walking around with spunk inside you. Stop. You don't know how bad you don't know how we do it. You don't know what we do. (laughs) You don't know what that turkey baster is next to the bed. You don't have no idea what we do. Fair. My my uh, my wife. uh, We don't. uh, We're not big uh, partakers in 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 the herbals. Yeah. Uh, But I I, I'm less so. My wife, you know, every once in a while, once a month, maybe she'll smoke a little weed. Um, you know, I, I, I have no issue with it. I mm. just don't, I get paranoid. Mm. It doesn't matter what kind of weed I smoke. Yeah. I get paranoid every fucking time. Um, I got too much, like I'm too much of a, in my head kind of person that. Yeah. It's when, dark in there. Yeah. When I get, when I get high, I fall into that darkness. Oh, um, that sucks. So it's like, to me, it's not fun. You know, it's, it's like a chore. Oh. Um, but, uh, so the, so last night. Uh, my wife decided, you know, we, you were there, and we you yeah. know, had a couple of people over after after an improv show, and uh, she was going to smoke a little weed with you know, with the crew, and um, she went in and she was like, "Oh, I got this new bowl." Yeah, yeah. Um, and when she brought it out, I was like, um, "I think she grabbed one of her dildos." It literally looked like a dildo. It, it looked like sort of a it was pink ridged butt plug yeah. or a dildo. Yeah. Or, yeah. I was like, um, honey, not in front of the company. But I mean, <laughs> cool, but um, yeah, I, I definitely, if you think that getting geodes or whatever is fucking more fun than sex, I think maybe you're doing it wrong. I'm just saying three hours of fun followed by keeping this thing forever that you get to look at and lick. Well, he doesn't let me lick them, but like you want to lick them. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, just like it's more long lasting and it's fun and like the other thing we started doing and this is this is way different and way cooler than all the spelunking is I'll be the judge of that is our video games so we so far not not cool at all it's not even it's not even a cool video game it's CS:GO which like nobody plays Counter-Strike anymore what is that it's it's like a first person shooter but it's a it's a map you can play like deathmatch where you're just in a room with in a building or land or whatever with 10 people. Right. You can play with live people. We play versus each other with four other bots. 
Right. Or six or seven other bots if we're in the mood to get killed fast. And you just shoot each other. Um, but what we've started doing is playing arms race, which is where um, <laughs> there's 10 guns. Uh-huh. And everybody starts with the same gun. Uh-huh. And you have to get two kills to move up a gun. Uh-huh. And then once you go through all the 10 guns, the final final weapon is a golden knife. And the second you knife someone, you win the round. And that's it. Dan has been playing Counter-Strike for 10 plus years. Yeah. Okay. I've been playing for f- maybe four months now. Right. We started like a couple weeks before Julie left. And so someone who's been playing 10 years versus someone who's been playing not even a year. Yeah. He's way better than me. Yeah. But I'm getting better. And like when he's not home, it's all I do. <laughs> and I always get on like a half hour, 45 minutes before him so that I can like warm up. Right, right. And play other people. And yeah. it's just like 13-year-olds yelling the N-word the whole time. It's yeah. so annoying. But we went and we bought, we bought headsets with Mike so that we can talk to each other because our computers are not in the same room and right. we couldn't hear each other yelling. Oh, this um, is PC gaming? It's PC, okay. yeah. Um, yeah, which is nice because then you can't see what the other one's doing. Yeah. And it's so competitive and he's so much better than me. But like I take it like a champ because I'm dying laughing every time he kills me. Yeah. Uh, and I'm getting so much better. But it's fun... And I'm just, I, it's like going to an arcade or like when you play one of those games at the carnival, you know you're not going to win the stuffed animal, but right. it's still fun to play. Sure. That's how I feel. I know I'm never going to beat him. <laughs> I know for a fact that I'm never going to, like, we'll be doing arms race and I'll be on gun like one or two and he'll be on one, then two, then three, then four. Then, he'll be on like seven by the time I get to my third gun. <laughs> and he gets to the golden knife and like a couple weeks ago, I got to like the next to last gun. Right. The second I switched to that gun, he killed me. <laughs> but this week, yeah. this week, yeah. I have a video of it because I pulled the footage of me and I pulled the footage of him from our cameras in the rooms. It is the, I almost beat him. And the, uh, <sighs> you're so excited for not beating somebody. Oh my God. <laughs> because here's the thing. There's like a, it was, we're playing a level called Baggage for those of you that are definitely our big listeners that are also CSGO fans. Um, we were in Baggage. So you, it's like in an old abandoned like airport baggage claim area. So anyway, he was in front of me and I could see him and I got the golden knife. I've never gotten to the golden knife. Uh-huh. He was already done bin golden knife for an hour at that point in right. the game. Two minutes. And I see him ahead of me, and I see him go right, and I know exactly what he's doing. He's going to the right, down the hallway, behind where all my people are to stab us from behind because right. it's smart. It's strategic. Right. So I watch that motherfucker go right. So I run up behind him. He doesn't hear me because you can hear it's like in your footsteps, and he turns a corner, and I turn the corner behind him. He turns the next corner, and I turn it behind him, and I'm right behind him, and I'm steering, and I bump into a wall, which happens because I'm not really great at like this 3D steering Splits, I lost a split second of time. Yeah. I was coming up right behind him. I start swiping my knife and he killed someone and he won the round and it was over. Uh. It was the most, dis- like, I, I have <laughs> injured my knee. I have lost the lottery. I have been broken up with by people. <laughs> I have been through death. I, I've been through some very sad things. This is single-handedly the most upsetting moment. In my entire adult existence. Hold on. I have clips to play for you. I'm going to show you the audio of me screaming my lungs out. 
And I, I won't play the whole thing because it's like two minutes of each of us. I, I <sighs> one time asked uh, my wife if she wanted to play a video game with me, and she went, have you seen me? <laughs> I have double Ds. Do you think I play video games? Get out of here, loser. Well, I'm an A cup, so if that doesn't answer everything. Fair, fair. If that doesn't answer everything. And I, I, I was so, like, you don't understand. I've never <laughs> been this close before. So I'm just going to play the clip of right after I miss him. You're behind me? That's the thing. You can you can win by killing anyone. Right, right. You could. I would have killed him. That's amazing. It was the ultimate, and I almost did it on my favorite level. I was on that night. I I will play against bots, and I'm always number one. Right. Fine. That's nothing. That's like that's nothing. Right. And then I'll play against strangers, and sometimes I'm usually like in the top three, top five, but sometimes I get with all these people that are really good. Yeah. Dan, he has like it gives you badges. He's he's a good he like ranks right right in in terms of like worldwide CS:GO players. He's ranking. Right. I almost killed him. <laughs> it's gonna happen, and you're gonna get a text from me. I'm I excited. finally killed Dan in arms race. Oh. I'm excited. I'm excited. I honestly I don't know that we're gonna figure it all out today. Becky. I don't think we will. <laughs> uh, any last thoughts on uh, on summer vacation? What do you, you got? Anything else? Cool coming up besides obviously geodes and rock mining and CSGO and CSGO. Anything else? And, and bubble tea. Um, <sighs> fucking bubble tea. <laughs> um, no, I think we're just gonna spend the rest of summer going to caves and buying things. I would rather, I would rather drink a fart out of a bum's ass than bubble tea. <laughs> it's good, you have to try it. There's... Find me the bum. <laughs> <laughs> this has been a BCDE production.